Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Filmmaking Sucks podcast. Where we tell you about all the mistakes you can make when producing your first short film. And, wah, wah. and wah, how you. <laughs> I'm your host, Manny. <laughs> Lindsay. Lindsay. Hi. Lindsay. <laughs> uh, so here we are. We're back. Another week, yeah. a little bit more energetic than yeah. last time. A little rusty I think. still. <laughs> still rusty, still rusty, but it's okay. It's all right. It's all right because we're... It's, it's good. Yeah, it's good. It's all good. It's, it's all, all good. good. It's all good. We got the right, right stuff. Oh, God. <laughs> Again with that? Jesus. <sighs> okay, so um, this week we're going to talk about something that we... we, we at Axe Wound. We were at Axe Wound. Yes, we, we talked were. about that last. Amazing. We talked about it last time. Yeah. Um, we were at the Axwoon Film Festival, which was a all-female directed horror film festival. Amazing. And it was awesome. Say it again. It was a lot of fun. All-female directed oh, love it. horror film festival. All short films, no features. So uh, what's really cool about them, too, is that there was no, no competition. Nope. There were no awards. Nope. Or anything like that. Um, uh, just women celebrating women. Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, the the organizer uh, Hannah Erotica, who started the Women in Horror as well. She started it. Women in Horror Month. That, okay, Women in Horror Month, not the Women in Horror Fa- Film mm-hmm. Festival. Women in Horror Month. Okay, yeah, she is the originator of the Women in Ho- Women in Horror Month. Yep, February, um, February, yes. February, and the February. website. Yeah, the Women in Horror Month website and the and the zine. Yes. Um, she started, uh, I think she works with the Women in Horror Film Festival too, doesn't she? I believe so. I think so. I'm not positive. I don't no. think we asked that. But no. uh, so anyway, uh, so she started the Women in Horror Month blog and the whole thing. And, um, Which is every February. Um, any, any event that you're having um, that features women in horror, mm-hmm. um, send it to her and she will blast it across all of her social media sites. Yes. Yes. Um, she's usually totally supportive. I get an awesome shirt from them every year. Mm-hmm. You um, got like five of them now. I have about five. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Axe Wound Film Festival is her film yes. festival. She runs this. This is the third one. Yeah. She's uh, one of the curators for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, a- anyone out there who has uh, any of you female horror directors out there, if you have a film, get on Film Freeway. Are they on Without a Box? I don't know. I don't know, but she's definitely on Film, film Freeway. Freeway. Uh, or you can even reach out to her directly and she'll tell you how to submit it. If you have a, if you are a female director, yes. be very clear about this. Yes. You must have directed the film. Mm-hmm. This is exclusively women directed. Not just the writer or the producer. You could have done 10 other things, but if you did not direct it, yep. she's not accepting. No. Okay. Uh, because the truth is, there's a lot of lot of film festivals out there that do support women yeah. in horror. Yeah. But she wants to give a special um, nod, a special yeah. festival for just women who direct yep. horror films. And um, there's so much competition out there, the way she sees it, what mm-hmm. she said to me. There's so much competition out there um, in general. She didn't want to make this a, another, just another competition. She wanted to make it a celebration of women in horror. Yep. And that's exactly what this is. So um, it's a great, great, great festival. They have an excellent venue. Um, they run it very, very, very well. It's uh, well curated. Everything yes. kind of goes together. There um, was not there was a not. good, there was not a bad movie no. in the bunch no. of the 60 or so short films we saw. 48. 48, okay. Of the 48 short films there, there was not a bad one mm-hmm. in the bunch. So 
It was an entire roller coaster. Some of them were funny. Some of mm-hmm. them were gory. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them were just scary. Some of them, you know, uh, had a message. Some didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, really cool. Really great. I'm still wearing the axe wound bracelet. I am too. I I'm still wearing the bracelet. Yeah. Super I like cool. it. I like it. It's we got fun. so many cool things. We got buttons and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Definitely support Hannah. Definitely follow Axe Wound. Um, Women in Horror Month, absolutely follow that. Mm-hmm. So uh, our time there was our, our time there. There were uh, a couple of panels. Yeah. One of which was the Women in Horror panel. Yes. Uh, well, which, not really. It was the women film. It was the director. Okay, the women film. Yeah, yeah the, the filmmakers. The filmmakers the, panel. Uh, you were on that. I was. Uh, we have the recording of that. We I don't do. know if we've as of this recording, we have not put it up yet. It's in our backlog. But it will. We will be posting. Yep. yep. Hannah that was completely entire, cool, and she's mm-hmm. going to let us post the entire thing. It was moderated by our friend JK of Horror Happens Radio mm-hmm. Show. If you're not listening to that, then go and listen to him because he's yeah. pretty awesome. Um, he has a radio show, so you have to listen to him on a special app. Um, but he is getting better about uploading his backlog onto all your podcast apps. Yeah, so we will have that full panel yep. on one of our, uh, as, as an episode one time. We also have the uh, Four Mile Circus also. Yep. Don't know if it's been put up as of this recording. It hasn't been put onto our feed yet. But... Um, yeah. Our feed, oh, not our their feed. feed. Yep, it will be. It hasn't been put onto our feed yet, but we will be putting that up as well. Which and they discussed um, ancillary content. Yes, that you were part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, Christina Raya and um, Monica um, Estrella Negra from um, Audra's Revenge. So that was another one of the panels they talked about using ancillary content to promote your film. Yep. As in like this that we were on because because we have a podcast and that also helps us promote our film, but also using things like behind the scenes footage Mm -hmm. and uh, interviews, whatever you can to promote your film. Any any of your art direction stuff, art department stuff. um, Anything that is not the film itself. Yes. Using that to promote your film. And you guys talked talked a little bit about that and some other things as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll be putting that. Yep. That their podcast episode you can find that right now that is already up uh look up the four mile circus podcast Mm -hmm. and find and using ancillary content uh some sort i forget what the actual title is but look up four mile circus and you can listen to it there um because they have a great show and uh, Uh, nicole and sean are the uh Mm -hmm. hosts of that and they are really great they have a mini episodes where they do interviews they Mm -hmm. actually play games on their podcast trivia um really really fun they're also from right here in new york they're from they're from brooklyn yeah. They're in Brooklyn. They're a little production company as well. They mm-hmm. do um they actually teach they do production services, but they also they also teach. Sean yeah. is a Sean is a teacher. I think she is too. I he believe, is a yeah. teacher. She does social media um lectures yes. and, and consultations. Yeah. Um so these are really great resources to have. They're really great with social uh-huh. media. Um he teaches, he teaches audio and video uh video production editing. to small businesses in New York City. Mm-hmm. Um so really great people who are actually helping out the little guys. Yeah. So if you're so basically like if you're a small business mm-hmm. and you're trying to figure out how to make a commercial or how to advertise your product on your your business on social media, yep. they're the people you consult with to tell you what types of things you can do, the types of videos you can do, how to produce them, what it's going to cost you to produce them, how to get them out there, how to advertise it. All I believe they'll actually things. shoot and edit with oh, you yes, as well. Yes, yes, they, yeah. they, they, they do they'll shoot. They'll actually produce content if, yes. if, if that's what your, your company needs. Yeah, but this is what they specialize in. Yep. Literally, ancillary content. Yes. That sort of thing is their specialty. Yep. Uh, so anyway, 
the other, another, another one of the panels was uh, Seed and Spark yes. by Christina Raya. Yeah, uh, she works for Seed and Spark, and she does their social, right, their social media stuff. Or... Uh, I think she just does panels and lectures for them. Okay. Um, she also uh, runs the Indie Works out here in New York City. It's mm-hmm. a monthly screening um, where she is really all about the Q and A and getting to see behind the scenes and kind of where the filmmakers are coming from. Yeah, um, really great other um, event mm-hmm. to try and hit up if you're in the New York City area. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she did a little lecture. She did uh, about a 45-minute, hour-long talk on yep. Seed and Spark. Well, we talked about Seed and Spark in the past before. I really like the – we haven't used it. No. But if – I'm, I'm getting more and more sold on, on that platform. I, I've, I've felt for a long time that if we were going to do a crowdfunding, Seed and Spark would be the way to go. Yeah, and the big thing about Seed and Spark is that you they actually break down your budget mm-hmm. um, so that you, you actually understand entirely where the money is going and you can you actually invest. You as the invest, investor. Yeah, you, you as the, people the, donator, giving, the donator can actually give to a particular area of the mm-hmm. budget. See, if you want to support them in by, by having them pay their actors, um, you, can, so you can donate your money – into the actors specifically for that yeah yeah it, it breaks it down into sections on the website and you'll see yeah yep. you literally see their whole budget where all the money is going to go and you can decide what parts of it and you i believe want. you can also uh donate you can donate time you can mm-hmm. donate equipment um yes. as part as part of the support package exactly so let's say they have let's say okay they need they're gonna have a 10-day shoot and they have 150 dollars a day mm-hmm. for a boom for a boom operator. Yep. You know, for an onset sound guy, 150 bucks for that. Ten days, so we're talking what is that? That's fifteen hundred dollars, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And do my math right. Ten days for hundred fifty bucks. Yeah. Fifteen hundred dollars. Fifteen hundred dollars. For a for for a sound person. Yep. Now let's say you are a sound person mm-hmm. and you're local to them. Yep. But you you let's say you 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 like the project and uh, and you just you want to get some more set experience. Yep. You can actually donate yourself to them mm-hmm. as the sound guy and yeah. say, hey, look, I'll come onto your film and work for free for yeah. your 10 days because I need some more experience. I need some more this and that. And I'll bring my own equipment uh, yeah. and everything. Or even so, you, you, can do you, that. you have some lights sitting around you know, your place that you're not particularly shooting anytime soon and you want to donate some lights that they need, then yeah. they you need, can donate your lights. $2,000 for lights. You're willing to donate their lights. Here, take the lights. You yeah. can do that. And then that gets crossed off the budget. Now they don't have to pay for that. Yep. Yeah. You know, that's the sort of thing that I really like as a, as a producer. From mm-hmm. the producer's side, I like that, that somebody can actually just give me this. Yeah. Say, here, use it for your production and then give it back when you're done, as yeah. long as it's not broken. Yeah. You know, you just saved me, you know, $1,500, $2,000 mm-hmm. that I would have put for equipment. Yeah. You're going to donate it to me? Yeah. Awesome. And now you get a credit in the film as well. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and your name gets out there. People see it, and people see that mm-hmm. you support, and that you have lighting equipment, and yeah. you know it, it does build. And then anybody well. who's donated toward that portion of it as well, that money will then roll into other parts of the budget, and yeah. a good portion of your film is now funded yeah. because somebody donated something that you were going to rent or buy mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, you know, saves you a lot of money by doing it that way. I think Seed and Spark is is great for that. Yeah, um, they also have um, they also have deals with distributors. Mm-hmm. Uh, and other companies as well. Yep. So if you're going to do, um, let's say, I think I think that they have a, a limit. They have they have like a number count. Something like if you get, I think a thousand followers or ten thousand followers. Yeah, that's the other thing. You can actually f- become a follower only. Where like say you can't actually donate anything, and you don't actually mm-hmm. have any money to 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 yes. add to the campaign. You can become a follower of this person's work. And Seed and Spark actually does count that into kind of their trending Yeah, yeah. So if you results. get something like 10,000 followers, mm-hmm. when your film is done, 
you automatically go into the pool of people of films that are that are eligible for their distribution. Right. To go to you know to go to their partners as well. They also have partnerships with other companies, mm -hmm. so you can get discounts at say I'm not sure that it is, but you can get discounts at like B and H. Oh, cool. I don't know if it's B and H specifically. Yeah. But they have a partnership with, let's say, they're, B they're, they're building a community and you can actually tie into their community. Yeah. So let's say they have a deal with B&H. Mm -hmm. You can get like 10% off whatever rentals in B&H simply because... You're a Seed and Spark. You're a Seed and Spark film. They're willing to you know, give yeah. you a break on that. And there's they have dozens of companies that they work with right. that they can help you with. You know? So... Christina Raya did a... Uh, they also have really great resources, which is what, yes. one part of what Christina is. You know, they have you know, uh, lots of information. They have lots of training videos. Mm -hmm. they have There's lots a lot of, of film festivals that have Seed and Spark discounts as well. Oh, that's cool. As far as I'm aware of. There's, there's, you, know, okay. you, you donate through Seed and Spark, you get a discount code for them. When your movie's done, you can submit to this festival you know, with 10 or 15, 20% off of their... Oh, that's nice. Yeah, they okay. have a lot of. So yeah, they also they have a lot of resources. They have a lot of connections, and they also have a lot of training too. Let's not um, get too heavy onto that because I honestly I'd like to have know. her. I'd like to have yeah. her on the show, yeah. and let her just talk about it herself. But uh, while dur during the during the lecture, you took some notes, mm -hmm. and you know, let's talk uh, talk about what, what some of the things that she said. Uh, explain how to seed and spark your film. Yeah, how to seed and spark. Um, one really great tip that she had. Um, Using social media, not just to get money um, and, to, and to push your campaign, but also find partners that will help connect you with existing communities. Yeah. So if you have a particular film that's about weight loss or gym or, you know, this or that, find the partners that can actually get you into people who are active in that scene. Yeah. Um, that's a really big thing that she said. You know, it's about growing relationships and about making the pool of people that you can reach bigger. Mm-hmm. So then the lesson number one is, you know, use social media not just to, to get the money, but to also build a community and supporters of your film. And, and, and as we've said before in the past, number one, your crowdfunding is not just getting your money. No. It is building your audience. That is number one. Yeah. Because the sad truth is most of the time if you run a crowdfunding campaign, there's a very good chance you're not going to get your full yeah. You're, it's not going to happen. Mm. It, there's a very good chance you're not going to get 100% funded. Yeah, but like, so, we, like we talked about before in previous podcasts, you know, um, it's about advertising. It's about getting your project yeah. out there. It's about potentially getting somebody who might be interested on the side who may not just want to get involved in the campaign itself, but might actually give you money on the side as mm -hmm. well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, because because that's another thing too. Because these these platforms, of Seed and Spark and Kickstarter and uh, Indiegogo, they all take a cut. They all take a percentage mm -hmm. of that. Because hey, they're a service. You know, they take a cut of that money. You may find somebody there who says to you, "Look, I'd love to donate to your film, but I want to make sure you get all my money. Mm -hmm. I don't want my money going toward whoever this website is. You know, I want to make sure that this money goes directly to you." Yeah. So. Advertising is key because there's plenty of people who are willing to donate to a film, but they don't want to pay a fee. Hmm. They understand that the more money you get, the more money you pay out. Yeah. So they'd rather just, hey, you know what? I'll, I'll sign a check to you. you know, I, I really dig what you're doing and, and I like your film. I like your idea. I think you guys are whatever. How much do you need? And they'll give it to you on the side. You know, and then you don't, and then that money is yours mm -hmm. to go right into your film. A hundred percent of it goes right into your film then. Yeah. You know, so first and foremost, with any sort of crowdfunding, think of it as 
advertising your film, mm -hmm. advertising to get your, to build your community, to build your fan base. This is the number one thing of crowdfunding beyond getting the money. Yeah. Forget the money for the moment because chances you may not get it. Mm -hmm. You may not get it all. So build your community with it. Yep. So sorry, continue. It's okay. Um, her big thing that she wanted to get across uh, that she spent a lot of time on is talking about the ask. Mm. Um, each of your asks, your What's every ask? ask. What's an ask? Um, what you're asking for. If you're asking for money or if you're asking for this, you're asking, you know, when, when you're asking somebody for something. Okay. So, so like the budget things that we broke down, mm. are you asking for money? Or are you asking for? No, no, no. Like, can you, can yeah, you I'm, share I'm this? Yeah, I'm not clear. That's what I want. Let me finish the sentence. Okay. Every Sorry. Ask, every ask should be phrased as an offer. Uh, every ask should be, uh, should be phrased as an offer. You can either provide content or reach. Those are the two things that you're you're kind of offering. Mm -hmm. So when you when you're, you're you're doing an ask, it's hey, I know you run this blog, mm -hmm. I know you run this website, I know you run this or that. Um, I'm doing a crowdfunding campaign right now. I can give you content. Um, okay. I'd love to be able to share content with you. You can you know run my Indiegogo campaign. You want to not make it like I'm asking you a favor. You're trying to help the same person. At the same time, mm -hmm. we've talked about this a couple of times where um, you don't want to ask somebody for something. You don't want to beg for something. You literally want to offer somebody something in exchange. Mm -hmm. So it's like, uh, you know, hey, I have this many followers on my Indiegogo campaign. If you share this, then my my followers and my readers may actually become yours. Okay. Let's say there's somebody who doesn't actually have a blog or something like that. They just want to donate to your film. Yeah, absolutely. You offer them as well. They, what they're getting from you is content. Okay. Um, they're going to, number one, be um, participating in the creation of something. Okay. And that's big for people. Like we said before, be, being knowing somebody who made a film is cool. Yeah. And helping that person make a film is even cooler. Like you were a part of this. Yeah. You want to make sure that the people who, feel, who are funding this, who are part of your campaign, feel like they're a part of it. Um, the other part of it is they get to view something later. They get it first view. A lot of the times, they're getting the physical DVD. They're getting the down, the digital download, whatever perk that they're signing up for. It's something physical that they're getting later on. So it's not just you asking them for money. You're giving them the opportunity to be the first. So every every time you're asking for anything, you're you're trying to make an offer. Gotcha. You know, that's that's really what that is. That her biggest point was about. Um, make, have good asks. Have good asks, and 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 make it. Make it feel like you're not begging for something. Big thing she said too. Um, when you're when you're when you're you know socializing with these people, um, you want to be authentic. You want to engage people honestly. Mm -hmm. You want to find like we've said before, find your audience, and use your own voice. Mm -hmm. Be genuine. Be yourself. Because um, we've all kind of experienced that where it's like, you know, the people, the snake oil salesman kind of yeah. feeling, the person who kind of feels sleazy, who's okay. asking for something and not really being engaging and exciting about something. It, this is your passion project. Mm -hmm. Let people see your excitement yeah. and your love for it. I because remember, that'll make more people excited. I do remember what she said about about this specifically. Because um, she's very, very active. Yes, with she's, her, she's with, a big activist. she does her, she, with, with her... Uh, uh, um, with her crowdfund, with with her seed and spark campaigns, mm. she's very active. With I think that almost all of hers have been a hundred percent funded or more. Yes, you know, um, she's very active in giving a lot and uh, and and being 
uh, posting a lot about it and oh, constantly updating the yeah. donators, mm-hmm. you know, the, the people who were invested in it, uh, constantly updating with them. And when the movie was done, she said she emailed every. Now, it had been a little while. It had been a little while. Okay, well, the crowdfunding's done. Now we go into production. Yep. That can get difficult to really update you know because mm-hmm. you're in production you're in here. so many different directions yeah you're in so many different things there's there's a lot of you end up with a lot of time in the middle and especially once you hit post-production mm-hmm. what can you update people with i mean you're editing for six months yeah. what it, how can you oh, i'm editing some more editing some more yeah. i'm editing a little bit more yeah now I, we're like, doing some adr <laughs> yeah exactly you you could go a couple of months yeah. without having an actual update so you need to figure out a way to at least update once a month, and you know you need to make your your people understand that okay, this is the slow part of it. There's nothing actively happening other than editing, and then you know two months from now I'm going to finish editing, and then I'm going to send it to a colorist, and then I'm going to send it to a CG guy, and then I'm going to send it to a sound guy, and it's like, how do I update somebody when the sound guy's had it for six weeks? She's very good at staying active yeah. and that sort of thing, or and at least giving people something. Yeah. Okay, and. What happened was she said that it had been a while since anything, and the movie was finally done. Mm-hmm. And um, I think she had started another campaign already. Yeah. But somebody who donated to her previous campaign, so I think this is what it was, she emailed him, and he emailed back, mm-hmm. and he said to her how impressed he was with everything she'd done, how he donates to a lot of campaigns, yeah. and... Um, how a lot of the time you donate to a campaign and then the people you donated to like drop off the face of the earth for the next two two years. Yeah. You know, and sometimes the project never gets finished or it never comes out or you don't know what's going on. But just the fact that she was so active in everything she did, he knew she had another campaign. Mm-hmm. And he said to her on the side, look, I everything you put a lot of work into this. Uh, you have a lot of dedication. How much do you need for your next movie? For you your know, actors, for, for the, the actors, for the actors, yes. of your next movie. Yeah, you see now, no, no, clipped yep. in your brain what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. What are your actors? What do you need for this? Well, we need this. This is what we're looking for, blah. So we could pair actors, mm-hmm. and he literally cut her a check for exactly what yep. she needed and yep. paid her actors for the next project. Yep. Yeah. He so, literally went and fulfilled the the, rema- the yep. remainder that was in that 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 pot of the yes. scene spark. Yeah. Exactly. Remember that. Doing this is not just for this project. No, you have to think of it toward the, the future. The long game, yeah, yeah, and that's what uh, this this whole keeping keeping up and uh, constantly updating people yeah. and being very good about. You you remind me of another story that she told you told about too. Um, the big thing about the ask, um, when she did her first campaign, all of her posts were I'm I'm running I'm running a campaign for this. Um, please donate. Please share. And she would just consistently blast this into the internet. And she wasn't engaging with people. She wasn't thanking people. She wasn't really, you know, she, it was her first time. Yeah. You know, she learned that that's, that can be very upsetting towards people when you're not really um, being genuine and you're not really being genuine. Yeah. You're just soliciting money. That's what, that's what the big thing about the ask is. Don't just solicit money, Mm -hmm. you know, share things. You know, hey, this is a really cool thing. Um, one of the big things she talked about, too, sort of goes back to the conversation we were having about additional content. Yeah. Um, what you want to do when you have somebody do something like uh, her, her recent project that she actually just finished up now that was completely funded successfully through Seed and Spark was called Bet a Donkey. 
And what she did every time somebody donated about a donkey. About a donkey. Okay. Is um, it about a donkey? It's about a donkey. They have an actual donkey. All right. Well, at least the so, name fits. Yeah. One of the things she did was she actually went and downloaded various images of donkeys, mm. and then she just literally photoshopped. Thank you. The donkey saying thank yeah. you, and she literally sent this to everybody who who donated to the campaign. Yeah. What she did, though, she she shared it on social media with them. So now these people have an image that they can then now share, mm-hmm. and it's of a funny donkey saying thank you. So it was it was something that was like you know it, it's eye catching. It catch, mm-hmm. it grabs people's attention. Per, somewhat they can personalized. Share. It's yeah. personalized. Um, so it, it, that's one way of of, of offering content. Mm-hmm. Like I said, make everything about content a reach. Yeah. Um, so she was making something shareable. She said, if you're going to do a campaign, one of the great things to do is to have shareable content. We did that with brain people. We had brain of the day. Yeah, brain of the day. We had brain of the day, and people liked that. Yeah. That, that got a lot of responses. Yeah, while we did we, brain. While we were yeah during the month because it was we did one episode a week mm-hmm. for eight weeks. Yep. And every Monday we had brain of the day. Yep. You know, for like three months straight, we yeah. every Monday, and people liked it and they shared it around, and it got yeah. It was one of those funny like you know like oh hey trying to go to sleep brain. Let's think about all these embarrassing things we did when we were seven years old. Yeah. You know, it's like something funny and something like people could relate to and, and would want to share. Yeah. It was a picture of a brain and some little quip, yep. a little funny something. Yep. Yeah. And, and you know what? To be honest, when we went, when we brought it, people shared it and they liked it. When we went to Monster Mania, mm-hmm. we sold like 80 DVDs that yeah, we weekend. Did. We got people's attention with that. Yeah. No, I mean, sure, the episodes, we had every episode, we, the first seven episodes were online. Yep. And then, and we timed it. So the eighth episode, was the week of Monster Mania, yep. and we didn't put up the, that final episode. We said, come to Monster Mania, pick up the deal, and then we put it up like two weeks later. Yeah. But people had been watching it, mm-hmm. and they were like, you know what? We know you guys are going to have the DVDs at Monster Mania. A lot of people honestly stopped watching yeah. come the fifth so or sixth episode, yeah, and they just wanted to watch it yeah. all in one shot. Yeah. Like, we'll come pick up the DVD from you, and I'm just going to watch it that way. Yep. I don't want to watch this every week. I just want to see the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and that worked yeah, and it, it worked. And that was a lot of fun to do. Um, so, yeah, make 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 your stuff shareable. OK, so uh, another really great advice you did. You want to do a countdown for your launch. Yeah. Um, so you want to start about two months in advance to announce your launch. And you just want to kind of find similar things like that. That'll get people engaged. It'll just be mm-hmm. a fun little reminder. I have this campaign coming up. Get real people really excited about the project, mm-hmm. um, because the bigger thing about crowdfunding is momentum. Momentum is, is sh- okay, from what really great number that she gave us. Um, the success, successful track shows that projects that are successful on crowdfunding get 30% of their funds in the first week. Mm-hmm. That is your ultimate goal. At that point, why this is your goal? Because when it's 30% funded, that's when strangers, people who don't know you, people who are not your followers, people who are not your friends, your they family, start seeing it. they start seeing it and they actually be, are getting comfortable. They are comfortable at that point to start participating there's other people who, because there's other yeah, skin in the game. I see. Okay. That makes sense. So building momentum is huge in crowdfunding. So the more you, you can do, have do a following that way. Yeah, yeah. The more excited you can get people, the quicker you can get that 30% and then just get that shareable content out there. Get those thank yous, mm-hmm. get those fun little pictures, whatever you're doing for the people who, yeah. who, you know, who funded you? You're literally you. running an advertising yeah, campaign. Yeah, you're it's, literally running right. advertising, so you can only build on 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 what you've already done. Um, a lot of notes here. A lot of notes. Yeah, I know a lot. 
Okay, mm-hmm. the big thing she said is your p- your pitch video. When you're preparing for your launch, your pitch video is should be your main focus. Oh god, and so many people do the same thing. It's yeah, just... two people staring at a camera talking. Um, unless you're really engaging, unless you're really, really um, if you have a following already, yeah. if you already have a following, then that works because they because if you have a following, then your following does want to hear from you directly. Mm-hmm. They want to see that you are part of yes, this. You're not that just, you really care about this. Yeah. So, so some, so yeah, they want to see you talking. Yeah. They'd like to hear from you directly because you yeah. already have a following. And, and you want to be, you want to be authentic and you want to share your passion yes. and your excitement and, and, and convey the, the deep belief that you, you're going to get this project yeah. done. But the fact is, if you don't have a following, people don't want to hear from you because they don't know who you are. You're just another talking head on a screen. Yeah. You know, this is to build your following. Mm-hmm. Let's say this is your first or second yeah. film. You don't have a following. You don't have anybody. You, don't have, you have no content. Yeah. You have no track history. Everybody's like, well, why should I give to you? Who are you? Uh, two people sitting there talking, explaining what they're, okay, so what yeah. makes you special? Yeah. So what do you do with the video then? Okay, so the big thing about pitch video, you want to keep it 90, 90 to 120 seconds. So under two minutes. So under two minutes. This, you have to realize, is usually the only thing people are watching. Okay. When people see your campaign, they're going to watch the pitch video. Yeah. Bare minimum. Well, it's the first thing on the page. Yeah, that's the first yeah. thing they're going to see, and usually that's the only thing they're going to they're gonna see. Um, so you have to make your first 15 seconds as interesting as possible. So, so so she said, start with actual footage, start with test footage, start with your previous project footage, uh-huh. something that's eye catching. So if you're making a gore movie, make your it first gory. 15 seconds should be shots of blood. And yeah, things if like- you're making a horror movie, make it scary. Make Cat- those 15 yeah. seconds scary. Okay, So catch the people, make sure they see okay, well, yeah. the people who you who are going to be interested in this. Get them. Yeah. Cater to them in that first 15, 20 seconds. Yep. Then okay. the rest of the time you want to be in your pitch video because they're giving you your money and they need to be comfortable with you and know and kind of get a feeling for who you are, mm-hmm. how competent you are and how much you love this project. Um, but do you really, but like I said, do you really want, if you have no like real following, do you want to talk at the camera for No, I mean, minutes? that's what you start with your 15 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. You're, but, you, that, that's your actual footage. That's your test. Um, then you're going to introduce the who, the what, and the why. You know, okay. those are the three things you need to answer in your pitch video. Um, the big thing is who, who's your team? Who are your actors? It doesn't just have to be you. If you have a particular actor who's really great, who's really entertaining. I mean, actors are really great for this yeah. because they are naturally have that it factor. This is, this is their job. People want to see them. Yeah, People want to watch them. Do. So have them in the video. Have them do something. Introduce them. Get them involved in the projects. And people mm-hmm. see that it's not just you who's passionate about this project. There are others who believe in this okay. project. Um, then she has said the other big thing. Um, have a team of people to help you with the outreach. When you're actually doing the campaign, have a team of people behind you. Because you can't do this yourself. Yeah, you cannot do you this yourself. You just, it's just not going to work. Who you should focus on, who should be helping you with this are your producers and anybody who's above the line. Okay. Um, What's above the line again? Above the line is it, it's the budgetary thing. It's it's your producer. Um, it's often the people who are in the front of the, in the front of the credits. Okay. I would say your art director, CG guy, your producers, your uh, camera people. No, they're below the line. Your okay. DP would be above the line. That's okay. Yeah. Um, your your department heads. All right. The more department heads you can have, 
the better and have them actually help you with the outreach. If they work an opposite schedule from you, like you and I work opposite Mm -hmm. schedules, um, that's great because it's going to help you have your campaign be 24-7. All right. So there's constantly somebody who's sharing the campaign, somebody who's watching something, sharing something, just keeping it active on a 24-hour basis. Um, When you're doing your campaign, you want to personalize your campaign emails. Add a note of where you've met. So, Okay, a campaign email. Let me go back a little bit. Um, Campaign email is literally the emails that you send to your email list. Your supporters, people who you you have connections with, people you've met at film festivals, literally all those business cards that you've ever accumulated. Put them all on that list. Big thing you want to do is get into a spreadsheet. That's and I know I'm really bad at this, and I really have to to get on this. Um, What she does is she creates an entire spreadsheet with all the person's contact information and a note about where she met them. Okay. So the instant she gets a business card, she and she can she writes on the back of the card where they met. And if you talked about something specific, if there was a project that you were pitching her about, or if you had a question about something, mm-hmm. she writes that real quick note. And, so, and that goes to the business card thing, too. As I see, we see a lot of people who get business cards. Yeah. When you're at a film festival, you meet. So many people. And you meet anywhere from 10, 20, 30 different people. You can't remember who every single one of them are. You meet them for two minutes at a time. Yeah. And you give them your business card, and your business card is images on both sides. Cool. But how do they remember who you specifically are outside of your business card? Yeah. I, 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 I really think that the best is always have a blank side of your business card. So this way people can write a note on the back of the card of who you are, how they met you. Mm-hmm. Um, so what she does when she has that list and she has that entire spreadsheet, she reaches out to them just before she's starting the campaign or just as the campaign is started. And she's literally saying, hey, I met you here. We talked about this. I'm having this campaign. Um, if you even if you can't donate, if you could please just share it, I'd really appreciate it. Yeah. You know, so she personalizes it towards them. She's actually getting them engaged, reminding them of the relationship. And yeah. then just saying, even if you can help me, if you can't donate, I understand. Just please share it around. Um, because sharing... The more people, the more sharing people share. Caring. The, yeah, sharing is caring, people. Mm-hmm. Care bear stare. Um, <laughs> another th- really great thing that she does, um, social media-wise, when she's getting the campaign out there, um, she creates opportunities for social posts, updates, and partners. What she does is she finds things that are trending on social media that apply to your project. Okay. And then you share those tweets. <laughs> like how I share everything from the the, the sleep paralysis network on, yeah. <laughs> on Theta yeah. States. I mean, the, we we connected with uh, I retweet their myst- stuff. Mystic Investigations is my big thing. Um, they do a lot of like monsters, and mm. so I share a lot of their stuff. And yeah. just sleep because it paralysis relates network on Twitter, I do that. And they when they posted, when was the last time you saw? I just retweet theirs with a witty answer, and they sh- like it, yeah. and they retweet it as well. Yeah, yeah, Mystic Investigations. I've done that a couple times. Yeah. with. Yeah, um, but yeah, find people who, who, you know, if you have a movie about sleep insomnia, find the insomnia things and share things about insomnia. Yeah. Um, it's going to get more people paying attention to you that are, that are actually interested in whatever you're making a film about. Yeah. Um, okay. Another thing that she does, especially on Twitter, um, she literally shares, hey, here's the tweet of the day, share it and retweet it. So she literally is telling her followers what to say. So they support her, mm-hmm. but they don't have to think about it. Yeah. If it's literally like, you know, the quote of the day is, you know, yeah, insomnia, 98% of people suffer from insomnia, tweet of the day. Yeah. Hashtag Theta States. You know? And literally, they just copy that and they just share it around. Okay. Then literally, she's telling them how to engage and she's kind of controlling what 
what? is going out about her project, and she's yeah. also giving them the ability to share it without having to do much work for it. Okay. Um, that was a really great tip that she did. Um, constantly keep up to date with your campaign. You have to find out what isn't working and replace it. You need to make adjustments to your plan. So her big thing is you really, really want to make a plan. Um, when you reach out, you know, part of this plan is finding sites and having them tell about your, your campaign. What you want to do is you want to reach out to multiple sites and you want to tell them why their readers or followers are interested in your project. How does this actually apply to their readers? Because now you're offering them content without a lot of thought. So, you know, if, if there's a particular thing, you know, like we said about Theta, if there's a sleep apnea network, great. Tell them, you know, here's a horror movie that's about sleep apnea, and it really goes into the science of, you know, uh, brain waves and and, yeah. and delta waves and, and the whole thing, you know, um, and it gives them a reason why they should share it. Okay. Um, so it's all about building that community, building connections, and being able to share content. Um, gotta 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 get over that shame. Yeah. See, I, I I'm I'm really bad with sharing with things like that mm -hmm. because I. I don't like, not that I don't like it, but I always feel weird emailing people, asking them, yeah, hey, check this out. You know, or even not emailing, just messaging on Twitter. Because yeah. I feel like a shill, yeah. you know, to just randomly message somebody. But it works. It does work. It works. Uh, you got to kind of I mean, especially if, if you're specializing your, your I mean, I, I find with Twitter, you know, when you're really... I mean, I with my Twitter and my Instagram, I'm I'm very about um, independent filmmaking, sharing support, motivation. Yeah. I find motivational quotes, um, you know, and it's all about positivity. Go out, chase your dreams. Um, so I have a lot of people who do actually reach out, and a lot of people, you know, oh my god, how many motivational speakers, entrepreneurs, life coaches, um, mm -hmm. and it's very interesting. Just because I do these motivational things, that like I kind of get them, but I feel like I get a lot more. Um, specialized followers who yeah. are very much part of that chasing your dreams. Like a lot of artists and a lot of writers and a lot of this, you know, the M writing, if you do a M writing hashtag a lot, you will get a lot of writers. Um, okay. So it is really about your plan and finding people that you want to talk to because I, I find that, you know, writers, I like hearing from writers because I, a lot of times they tweet tips about writing um, and motivations and, and kind of tricks that they do to put you in the mindset. And I'm always wanting to screenwrite, so I feel like seeing that, it makes me want to do more. Okay. So really, like, targeting your social media is really important, especially when you're doing a crowdfunding campaign. Okay. Um, let me get into some t statistics, because I thought these were interesting. All right. Um, one thing to realize about social media is there's a 1 in 10 ratio. Yeah. Um, it's probably less than that. Yeah. Well, no. One in ten ratio. There's turnover. This is a ratio. Right. Um, for every one one goal, which I try and do myself, um, I have a different one, which I'll talk about in a minute. But hers is for every one self promotional post, oh. every one of those. Hey, check this out. Look what I'm doing. Follow this. Blah yeah. blah blah. Share nine things that are not related to you. Okay. Or not related to your project, but those nine posts should be in your voice. All right. So for me, um, I, I, I retweet a lot of the screenwriting tips or the writer's tips, um, motivational quotes of the day. I share those. Yeah. For, and, and I try and share those more. So every time I go to Twitter to post something, I go through my Twitter feed and I find, my, me personally, I find three. 
I find three other relatable things or things that I'm interested in or things that make me laugh. A lot of the horror things are just silly little, you know, people post something funny horror, some horror meme. And I share that, but I always try and do three before I share my one. And my goal every day is to share at least three times on, on social media. Okay. So I am hitting that nine, but I'm doing nine for three. So clearly I need to give more. Yeah. Um, but it, it really is about the more you share, the more people, the more you are seen as interacting. And the more you share particular persons, the more you'll actually interact with that person. I can't okay. so like I have a lot of relationships where it's like I start sharing one particular thing, they start to realize, they start to recognize my handle. So then we'll have something that we'll, that we'll have a conversation about. They'll say something to me, and I'll say, and we'll actually have a conversation, and that builds a deeper relationship. Where like then on the you know follow Fridays, those are the people that I'm following on Friday, my yeah. FFs. You know, are the people who I who engaged me throughout the week, who I've had conversations with. Um, which is all about building community and people finding people who are of your niche. Okay. Um, the average crowdfunding, the the average successful crowdfund is ten thousand dollars. Um, SeedSpark does go up to about seventeen. Is their average successful campaign? Mm-hmm. So what you want to do, knowing that, is don't go in there and asking for thirty thousand dollars. Yeah. You know, yeah. go in there and ask for ten thousand or fifteen thousand for your production. Then do another campaign for your post production. I've never liked I've never liked that personally. I, I've never I, I'm very weary of that when I see somebody ask for money up front and then six months later they're asking for more money. Yeah. It makes me feel like are, what did you do? But I with think the, if you're but if you're honest about it from the beginning, we're like, this is very specifically for my production. Yeah. These are my production costs. I feel like it's not as sleazy because you're being honest from the beginning. This is for this. Yeah. Well I I feel like if you do... I can it, see it, but to me, and I don't mean to be negative toward it, but I just look at it like people only watch this of it. They only see that of it. Yeah. By the time you get to the second campaign, mm-hmm. a lot of people may not have even seen the first one. Right. But they're seeing the second one, mm-hmm. which is being clear about the fact that this is the second one. Yeah. And right off the bat, you say, well, what happened to your first one then? Why are you asking for more money now if... You already did one for this project. Why are you doing a second one? Well, that's what I'm saying. They weren't following the first one. Yeah. You know, so how do they know that this was the plan from the beginning? I'm just saying, like, just for yeah. argument's sake. Yeah, no, for argument's sake, I can see what you're saying, but I also see it the other, you know, where, you know, we, we crowdfunded for our production costs. Yeah. Um, you know, we weren't clear on what we were doing for post-production. Be very honest with people, and at least then you're being honest. Mm-hmm. You know, number one. Number two... The people who may not may or may not have seen the first campaign are people who didn't participate in the first campaign. Okay, great. You raised the money. You got this done. Everything that you said you were going to do in that campaign has already been completed. Now you just need this f- to finish it off. Mm-hmm. So now you you've already you already have something in the can, and you already had those people's money, and you've already completed the goals that you set with that particular campaign. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it actually is showing that you are good for your word. So now for this, then you have to go about this as it's an entirely new thing now because you now have to find new donators. Mm-hmm. You know, sure, some of the people from the first one may be willing to right. double dip, but now you have to find an, a whole new pool of yeah. people 
to push towards. So you're almost starting over again. Yeah, I mean... I, because now you're starting over with a... I think I'd like to have Christine on the show, and I think that's something I'd like to discuss more yes. with her. Um, yeah. Because that surprised me as well. Yeah. Um, it does make some sense in that, like, you're, you're not going to... I'm just it's not an average thing to raise this much money so you're better off asking for a, a smaller amount for just one stage of the yeah. project um but I do I, I struggle with the same questions that you're struggling with yeah you know and I think that a lot of people feel... are thinking that that's yeah. why I'm saying it like a lot of people are thinking that I don't want to make it like well no this is just what you do yeah no the, because it is something that you have to struggle with and understand like yeah you're going to ask a second time mm -hmm. these aren't film investors here producers understand yeah. that you're going to get a, a development fund and then you're going to get a production fund and then you're going to need post-production funds right. producers get that right because that's how you structure out a budget yeah so this way you don't well here's fifty thousand dollars for your for your pre your production and your post-production and then when it's all done we need another $10,000 for editing because the production budget went over. No, 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 no. They don't give you money that way. Yeah. Producers aren't going to give you your post-production budget no, they while you're still shooting. they want to give it to you all shooting. at once, yeah. yeah. Huh? They give it to you kind of all at once. or They, they, have, they agree to a budget at the, at the beginning of the... Yeah, and that, yeah. But that's what I'm trying to say. Like They, they agree to a production budget and a post-production budget. Yeah. These are two separate entities. They yeah. may give it to you at once, which is, I think, rare. No, I, they give it to you in pieces, but I just yes. meant that... Yes. You agree on a budget for everything in the exactly. very beginning. And exactly. if you go over, then that's a problem. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Producers yeah. understand this, but people out, everybody out there, they don't understand that. Because the truth is, they're not actually getting a return yeah. in the end. you know. And that's another thing that I struggle with, with when it comes to... Uh, uh, crowdfunding. I mean, I feel like and maybe it might be getting a back end. It might be more successful if you were, like, say you're editing yourself, so you're not actually asking for post production funds for, you know. Well, but I mean, there's, yeah, sure, I edit myself. Yeah. But there's still coloring that I'm yeah. giving it to somebody else. There's still the sound editing that I'm that's giving to somebody too. else. There's the Foley work that sometimes, and and sometimes one of your actors needs to do ADR. Hey, you paid them, you know, they were they were working Their for Their agreement two, was for this. And they were working for $250 a day. Yeah, you got to bring them back for ADR. Yeah. They may not ask for 250 a day, but you're going to have to pay them. If Something. you hadn't agreed to this yeah. beforehand, yeah, you may have to pay them yeah. because to do a day or two of ADR with you, they may have to turn down another job. Yeah, right. So you have to pay them for that as well. well like right. I said, you know, I, I definitely think that I'd like to have Christina on the show. And I think it's definitely a topic that we could discuss mm -hmm. more with her because I think I want to better understand that. Just, mm -hmm. you know. I'd like, a, not so much a clear answer, but I'd like the other perspective yeah. that I'm that I'm not, is not in my head. That maybe we're just not seeing. Yeah, exactly. I'm not seeing it all. You know, that's something that I definitely struggle with because asking people for money when they're not get when there's no when and again, I'm just doing this to there's no nice way of saying this, but they're not getting a back end percentage. Yeah. If this movie goes, let's say you make a $50,000 movie and they invested in this, you know, if it sells, some company picks it up. Say, I have seen Midnight picks up your movie for $500,000. Yeah. You just made a $400,000 profit on it. I'm sorry, your investors, these investors, in quotes, who donated to your seed and spark, they're not seeing any of that because there's no contract or anything in place yeah. for them to get a percentage. Right. Now, you can structure that separately. You mm -hmm. can do that. Right. You know, but- this isn't this does this is a new thing for crowdfunding as well, which is another thing I'd really like to talk to Christina about. 
that there is now an ability hmm. that the uh, uh, the um, the F what is it the 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 F the Trade Commission the FT, FTC the Federal Trade Commission yeah you couldn't invest you couldn't create investors through this because it's not traded or anything like that no. so there's a some sort of tax bracket, the yeah, the reportings and everything, in order to create an investor. Donated money is treated differently than invested money. Exactly, yeah. exactly. That the F, the, I think it's the F, FTC, Federal Trade Commission. That some, sounds yeah, weird. It, it sounds weird. That sounds weird. But yes, the Trade Commission basically, uh, it was like a year or two ago, mm-hmm. just created a uh, structure for crowdfunding campaigns to create actual investors to give them back end points. Right. That wasn't legal before you weren't allowed to do it because there was no way to report your earnings right with the trade commission now you can mm-hmm. and that's a whole other level to it and i right. think seed and spark was the first one that that was allowed to go through because of their structured ability and the, yeah. because the way they structured the campaigns to begin with i think they were the first ones that were allowed to do that right you know that came up with a structure for it that would make sense i also think that there's a minimum amount of um, money that you're asking for. I don't think you can structure that for like a five thousand dollar. I think it's something like a yeah. fifty or a hundred thousand yeah. dollar campaign. Yeah, something and that actually have, hits a tax bracket. Yes, and they have to actually donate a minimum amount of yeah, money. Yeah, I mean, because there there are limitations to how much income or yes. money money that you're bringing in, whether it's taxable or not. There has to be a certain amount. Yes, yeah, yeah, and this is something that I'd like. I would like to speak to. Yeah. So I think. Is, is there any? Is there anything else you want to go on? Um, because very small. Go ahead. Because, um, I, because there's a lot of this. I'd like to talk to her about. It. I think yeah. that she'd have a. I think yeah, it would be really great um, to have her on the show, and I think she'd be down for it. But hopefully, cross your fingers, folks. That we can get her on the <laughs> we'll show. We'll get her soon. We'll get um, her on the show. The big thing is that she really shared too. Um, your the most popular pledge is twenty five dollars, followed okay. by ten dollars. So what you want to do is base your your perks and your on this amount. Make them. Really irresistible. Your your $25 and your $10. Make those irresistible. Um, And she was really great about repeating one particular thing that we kind of talked about on our crowdfunding campaign, which, you know, again, we knew nothing about what we were talking about, but just based on what we had seen, double think offering something that you don't manufacture. You know, offer things that you're already doing, Mm. which we said, you know, these T-shirts and these physical DVDs, Really great, but don't give them for the $20 or $10 perk. Don't make a DVD because yeah, don't you're just going to bankrupt your, yourself. Yeah, don't give away your movie for 25 bucks. Yeah. Because you're going to sell it for $25 yeah. or 20 or $10. Yeah. You're going to sell your movie for that. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's already... But you remember, you, you, for that, you're talking about the cost of making the DVD, the time of making the DVD, yeah. and the time of mailing the DVD. Mm-hmm. If you're going to give that away for 10 bucks, well... Three or four dollars of of that is immediately going right to making the DVD and sending it to them. Let's yeah. say you let's say you give your movie away at the ten dollar perk. Yeah, three dollars of it is going just to getting the DVD to them. Yeah. Okay. Ten percent of that is going to Seed and Spark mm-hmm. or Kickstarter, whoever they're yeah. getting a. So now you're down to only six, five or six dollars. That's actually going to go into your production. Oh, wait a minute, no. You have taxes to pay on yep. top of this mm-hmm. because this is reportable income at the end of the year. Yeah. You know? All right. So there goes another two dollars of that ten. You're only gonna get three or three dollars maybe yeah. of, of, of every ten dollars donated for that DVD. Yeah. And okay, that's literally sixty percent of every ten dollars is gone because you decided to offer your final product to them for that. 
you know? Yeah. So a couple of other things. Be smart about this. Yeah. So she said, you know, successful perks people really like mm-hmm. um, are things that give them inside, the insider experience. Um, for example, set visits, um, okay. premiere party invites. They actually get to come to the premiere. Mm-hmm. Um, specialty screenings, if you're screening just for your, just for your backers. Um, and, but you have to be clear. Yeah. About this too, because a lot the of travel people expenses do, do not travel yes. expenses not included. You have to be clear that this is going to happen. Like, let's say we're doing it in New York, it's going to be in New York. Yes, and you have to find your way there. So, yep. someone in L.A. Yeah. who donates to this has to understand they got to get their own way. Yes. to a New York show. Yeah, but if somebody in L.A. wants to donate this and they can set up a screening in L.A., mm-hmm. well, then that's a whole other thing. There. Yeah. Now you have somebody who is really willing to stick their neck out for you and really willing to help, you want to pamper this person. You yeah. want to make sure that but that's they a, get But that's a really great thing good. to do in your, in your pre-production for mm-hmm. your crowd campaign. If you have yeah. connections in LA, somebody who happens to run well, film screenings mean- or something like that, but hear me out. If you have a connection like that and you know that in pre-production, reach out to see. And if there's somebody who's willing to do that, if you know somebody who does a weekly or monthly screening out in L.A., if they're willing to take this film, then you can actually say we will have shows in New York City and Los Angeles and have that already in. But have that agreement in writing, you know, locked in before you offer that. But that could be a really great I'm talking thing a lot know. of hypotheticals here. Yeah. That's a really great thing to know for your perks because then you're doubling the amount of people who w- might pick up yes. that perk. Yes. Um, another really great idea, there's a couple, two more that she had, um, which I didn't even think of, naming a character. Literally. I've seen people do yeah, that. Yeah, name a character. That's a cute one. Um, and then calling action on set. Not only have it, they have one set visit, you get to visit the set. Another one, you actually get to call action. Okay. Um, she says that she finds a lot of people find that very interesting. Yeah, because they actually get to be part of yeah. the set. And it, it, it's, a, it's a full film experience for yeah. them. So, yeah. Those Again, are, people don't, they, people, this is one of those things where people find this, you're this really cool. Yeah. This is a really cool thing. You make movies awesome. Not only that, you can come to set and you can actually help out. Yeah. You can actually be part of the set. And, you know, it sounds like, it, it. when you say it, it sounds like, oh, yeah, them Hollywood people who think that they're all special because they do something. But the truth is, people find this to be a really cool experience, something mm-hmm. that they can't. I mean, look, Universal. Universal Studios, they have they they've based an entire theme park around their two studios. Yeah. Her people pay just to how see you, the studio. That, I mean, how much is that studio lot tour where you ride in the back of the thing and they take you around the studios? You yeah. know, it's like That's it. it that's it, an extra ticket. That's an extra ticketed event. You know, Halloween Horror Nights, they do a ticketed event just to look behind the scenes. Yeah. Some people really want to look behind the curtain and yeah. you really have to take advantage of that. And and the truth is the people who are donating to these sorts of things, those are the people who yes. want this. They yeah. Want to see behind the curtain? They want to do mm-hmm. this. You're not talking. You're not. You're not pitching your video to the soccer mom who's got four kids and she's yeah. running back and forth. She's not donating to your movie. No. So don't think. Well, you know what? This sounds kind of stuck up. No, you are literally giving this to people who want yeah. to do this. Yeah. They are interested in how people make movies because that soccer mom in West Virginia is not looking up. No. Your uh, any movie crowdfunding campaign. No. She's looking up, you know, the next 
thing that's going to help her in the kitchen or help with her car or help something like that tent. Right. That, but, that soccer mom tent. Yeah. That's the type of thing she's going to donate right, to. But a, she's but not going to donate a to a movie. food blogger or, food, or a food vlogger, somebody who enjoys the experience of food, somebody who's interested in the experience of things might. Mm-hmm. If you have a if you have a movie about a chef or something, yes. If the movie caters really, to them, yeah. exactly. It, it, I'm always thinking horror movies in yeah, my head. I'm never thinking those other. I'm always thinking I horror I films. Know. It's it's just all that comes in my head. I'm you know. But I think I think horror <laughs> has its own clientele. I mean, there's so many yeah. horror fans want to be on set, and I think that's another really great perk that you could do for a horror movie. You get a set visit, or you get an effects. Yeah, you get that visit. You get to be there on the day that they're doing the blood and the gore. Mm-hmm. You could even do. You get to bump, pump the blood. You know, throw the else, blood. Especially, you know? because, especially people doing horror films. Um, something that Steve Biro and Mark Marcus Cook do mm-hmm. um, for uh, Song of Solomon, I think it was, or whatever it was. They part of the perks they gave away. Yeah, the actual effects from yeah. the movie. People got body parts that were used in the film, yeah. and horror fans love that sort of thing. Like yeah. this was somebody's. This was they have three heads that they made for the of this one actor. One is bloody, one is torn open, and one is animatronic or whatever. Yeah. And they gave those away yeah. as their perks, which you know? is awesome. They gave away. I think because it also gets it out of your studio slash apartment. Yeah, they <laughs> did some. They had something like forty or fifty body parts yeah. that were done because the whole thing was like an autopsy and they yeah. had lots of bodies they gave away parts of it they gave away strips of oh, flesh for ten dollars take, just $10 take that to the next level make a super high perk where you get life cast and you get your life cast used in yeah, the film and then you get you to go. keep it that's a that's an expensive perk but that's a cool one yeah oh yeah oh yeah that's really cool. Then your yeah. but your your literal your dead body could be laying yeah. in the in in the film somewhere. Yeah, this is the type of thing you can do. Yeah, you know, and they pay to have themselves done in it, and that also pays for the life cast to have the life cast actually done. Yep. and then like you said, they get to keep it. When yep. it once it's done in the movie, they can have it. Yep. On top of that, yep. you know, so they're in the movie. They paid to be. They technically paid to be in the movie yep. and to have it, but they get to keep it. Yep, and then. Look, look, they can show their, look, that's me. That's my that's, that's dead me, body yeah. in the movie. I'm yeah. in the movie and here's the piece that, that they That use. creepy uncle is going to be like, hey, do you want to see my severed head? And mm-hmm. like, there it is. You know, yeah. like people like love that shit. Yeah. And, and, and then, like I say, I'm always thinking horror films. Yeah, so you're to right. To me, I'm, I'm just like, you know, well, how do you, how do you entice a horror, horror fan? Like I said, I think they did literal strips of flesh for yeah. $10. Yeah. You know, a blood, a bag of blood, for yeah. you know, a bag of used blood from the set for $5 or $8 or something like that. Because they had tons of Tons of stuff. it. You have tons he of even, it. Even, even. Because... I can't even tell you how many boxes I pull out of our storage room and I find severed fingers in. It's just like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and that's the other thing, too. If you've made films in the past, Marcus Cook's done Oh yeah, he's done so many movies, he's done t- dozens, and he and if when he gets to his passion projects, mm-hmm. he takes effects from his previous films, yep. and puts them up there and says, "Here, I'll sell you this," because yeah. it's been sitting in his storage warehouse, unit yeah. in his warehouse for months, yeah. week, years possibly, yeah. and that movie's got fans. But what are we going to do with this? I could I could just stick it on a website and sell it, or use it. To promote the new movie right. and put it on my put it on their Kickstarter or yeah. Indiegogo or Seed and Spark for the next movie. And here's a head from a hundred tears yeah. that we used. Yeah. 
there's there's a four hundred dollar thing because hey, it, I mean, especially if you're working <laughs> with the same director, then it's like, hey, yes. here's a previous project of ours where you're getting recognition and you're getting advertising for your previous projects, but you're mm-hmm. also, you know, I, yeah, I mean, that's a great idea too. Yeah, uh, Tom Ryan uh, does the CDs, his band CDs. Yeah, those are perks. You buy yeah. buy the, the CDs are made already. Yeah, he's already got them in boxes. He paid for them months ago. Yeah. you know he sold the first you know thirty CDs and that paid for the box of a hundred already. Yeah, so now he's got these other ones that he could oh, sell. He could just do digital downloads to his songs. Really, exactly. Just, you, know, you know, that's he gets get the album for fifteen dollars yeah. and you know, yeah, that's the sort of thing you have previous stuff. Give it, yeah. put it in there, pull so. it up. Um, yeah, so the only two things, uh, really great resources that she gave, um, just to make everybody aware, um, Seed and Cirque does do live Facebook events, so they're a really great resource to follow. That's um, cool. So you can definitely watch one of their panels, one of their lectures, um, a number of other things that they do um, on Facebook Live. Um, and the other thing which I'm looking into now is that they do a hashtag Film Curious, um, where they do Twitter chats. Okay. So apparently you can ask a question using the, the uh, hashtag film curious and mm-hmm. there is a community of people who check this hashtag and will actually respond to your questions. That's so, cool. Yeah, really cool little thing. I'm starting to look into it. Um, I've looked into it like once a day. I uh, think twice I've looked into it and gotten engaged in a conversation using that hashtag. So that's the hashtag of the week. Film curious for Seed and Spark. Hashtag film curious for Seed and Spark. Not for us. No. For, for Seed and Spark. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll give my hashtag away to somebody else. All We're right, doing a crowdfunding campaign. I could just like give me a list of <laughs> hashtags for films making sucks. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, so that's that's that. Uh, look up Christina Raya R A I A. Right. I think she's C Raya Nine on yeah, Twitter, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. That's her. You know, yeah. that's her extension. She on all of her things. She keeps the same, which yeah. is another thing to do with your movies because we screwed that up a long time ago. Yeah, we did. Consistent. Keep your keep it consistent so that this way people can use the same at for every. Yeah, you know. I have to try to remember, and half the time I screw it up. Yeah, exactly. Even when we're signing in, we're like, "What was my name on this one? What was my name on that one?" Yeah, you know. So try to keep your keep your names consistent on everything. Um, that's just a helpful tip just, of the week. Yeah, that's just <laughs> something. Uh, so yeah, look up Christina Raya. See some of her movies. Look up Seed and Sparkle. Go through their website and check out some of the things there. Yeah, again, because they have really great resources on there. Just learning videos yeah. and um, yeah, they have you know connections more information than we just did on other... that panel. Because again, this yeah. is all you know, kind of secondhand. Uh, secondhand through me. It's kind of my notes based on hers and. Even she had uh, had cut the panel down. Yeah, she usually does like a ninety minute. Yeah, usually it's a ninety minute presentation. She did forty five for this one, so oh, yeah. it, it it was not the full. And again, you could check her out, Indie Works. Um, in the oh, there you go. City go, area. go to the Indie Works screenings yeah. once a month, right? Yep. Very cool. Do you want to take us out this time? Go for it. Uh, uh, you can do it. You can do it. No, I have faith I in do, you. I can't do it. You can do it. No. Oh, it's fine. All right. Okay. Fine. I'll do it. <laughs> Uh, that's going to do it for us this week at Filmmaking Sucks. Uh, if you're not subscribed to us already, please subscribe to us on whatever, whatever podcasting app you're listening to us on, be it iTunes, Google Play, Music, Stitcher, TuneIn, uh, Podcast Addict, Podcast Addict, we're on there. Uh, wherever you're at, please subscribe to us. Give us a five-star rating and a review. It really helps us a lot. It's not, it sounds like it doesn't, but it does. Helps us out a lot. Gets people to find us a whole lot easier. Brings us up in the rankings. And give us a review. Tell us how much you like us and how great yeah, you love sure. my hashtags. Cause yeah, there you go. I'm working hard on these things, folks. <laughs> Get out there, everybody, and make good films.